From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get into today's show, I want to thank all my fans from all over the world. Thank you so much for riding and supporting the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I appreciate you guys. I got fans from all over the world. I'm talking about United States, Ireland, Mexico, Canada, the UK, Australia, Ecuador, Israel. Yo, I'm talking about all over the world. And without you, there is no me, so I salute you guys. Thank you for riding with us. We got a super stack show for you guys today. We're going to end this week off the right way. I got a lot of catching up to do. So I'm going to be talking all about last week's AEW, this week's AEW. I'm going to be giving you the news and notes. We got to talk about that Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill pay-per-view. We're going to talk about last night's Impact Wrestling on Access TV and a whole lot more. But before we get into the show today... I got to tell you, if you guys aren't already following on Instagram, you are missing out on a lot of crazy wrestling content from your boy. So, follow us on Instagram at WrestlingDeloreanPod. Follow us on Twitter at W underscore DeloreanPod. TikTok for all the little shits. Follow us on WrestlingDeloreanPod. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, leave a comment, like, all that good shit. Share the videos, you know, shit to, to, you know. Help me get my name out there even more than what it is. I appreciate you all, you guys. Thank you so much for riding with me. It's been the last, you know, it's been a hard last couple days. You notice I didn't put out a podcast this week. My son was having surgery. Didn't have time to watch wrestling. My son's doing great now. Caught up on all the wrestling. That's why I'm with you guys today. So we got a lot to talk about. It's going to be a super stacked show. So let's get into that motherfucker right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. And thank you for letting me into your morning routine on this Friday. Like I said in the intro, it's been a rough couple weeks, but you know, like I said, on my first podcast back after my son was born and having that whole, you know, ordeal with him being sick in the NICU and all that, I said that there's going to probably be some times where it's a little hard for me to do the podcast until he's home. And last week was one of those times. He he had surgery and, you know, he's a newborn kid. So, like, he had surgery. He was in the NICU. So, got to prioritize. You know what I mean? Wasn't able to do a podcast. Hope you guys understand. I, I want to be as consistent as fucking possible. And I'm going to be consistent as possible. It's just that, you know, 
some things have to take priority over the podcast sometimes. Now, I love this podcast. The podcast ain't going away. I mention that all the time. But, you know, last week was a bit of a personal week that I had to take. So for everybody who still rides with me and everybody who supports and everybody who understands, thank you so much. Because honestly, the outpour of love has been so amazing. Like I appreciate every single person who rides with me, listens to this podcast, who hits us up on Instagram and just give well wishes and love. The love is real, yo. And I appreciate that. Honestly, like I really appreciate how much you guys been riding with me. It's been insane. It's so humbling. And I got to say, like, I thank God every day for you guys. My followers, my fans, my my wrestling DeLorean passengers. Thank you so much for riding with this podcast. Because without you, there is no me. Without that support, I, I don't, I'm not, no, I'm nothing. I'm just a guy who talks wrestling. You guys made this podcast what it is. You guys made this Wrestling DeLorean podcast the destination for all your wrestling needs. When we set out to take over the podcast world two years ago, three years ago now, we weren't a blip on the world of podcasting. Now on the charts, the wrestling charts, the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is constantly in that top 50. And I don't take any credit for that. I give all that credit to you guys. So thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Now, that's enough about that. We're going to be consistent. We're going to be talking all about a lot of things today. Uh, Just a little show note. On Monday, we'll be returning with the fight for Monday night. We'll be talking all about the fallout from King of the Ring. We'll be talking about Austin 316 running wild. And the build-up to International Incident. And then on Wednesday's show, we'll be going into the Land of Extreme and giving you all the ECW action that we talk about every Wednesday when we go extreme on this podcast. There won't be no old-school wrestling talk today because I got a lot of shit I got to make up for. So let's, let's, let's get into that right now. Let's talk about some of the news and notes. A lot of news and notes. One... Let's talk about the forbidden door being open. Now, a couple episodes ago, I had my year-end awards, and I talked about the top 20 most significant moments of 2021, and one of those moments was AEW opening up the forbidden door, allowing wrestlers from other companies to come into AEW and allowing AEW wrestlers to go into other companies. When I talked about the forbidden door, I did not think that I would be talking about the Forbidden Door for the WWE. Now, as reported last week, now, like I said, I'm a little late because, shit, a lot been going on. But I still want to talk about this. I still want to give my opinion, even though I'm a little dated here. As reported last week, Mickey James has been announced for the WWE Royal Rumble. This is very significant for the fact that Mickie James is currently the Impact Wrestling Knockouts champion. WWE went so far to even announce that she is the Impact Wrestling Knockouts champion. And it has also been announced on Impact Wrestling that Mickie James is going to be at the Royal Rumble. This is unprecedented. You know, who would have thought 
when TNA was the WWE's main competitor, uh, some 10, 11 years ago, that the WWE would be recognizing the Impact Wrestling Champion, the Impact Wrestling Knockout Champion, I should say, and allowing them to have a spot in the Royal Rumble. It's freaking amazing. And it's now even being reported that the WWE is allowing to have, or they're open to allowing a forbidden door, quote unquote, wrestler from another company to be a part of the men's Royal Rumble match. In my opinion, this makes the Royal Rumble must see. Let alone, we're having a freaking doozy of a world title match when Roman Reigns goes against Seth Rollins. Let alone, we're going to be getting Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, finally, in a one-on-one dream match scenario. Now we got Impact Wrestling wrestlers in the Royal Rumble. WWE is long, I mean, this is long overdue. I've been wanting WWE to work with other companies for a long time, and it's finally happening, and it's really dope. It's really dope to see Impact Wrestling have a presence on WWE television. We'll see what this leads to, but I think it's really awesome. It has also been reported in the news that Corey Graves has been cleared to wrestle after seven years. Corey Graves, the the lead commentator of Raw, sorry for that, but the lead commentator of Raw, you know, he was a former wrestler. On the indie scenes, he was uh, Sterling, James Keenan. Corey is a former NXT tag team champion with uh, Neville. Cool to see that he's going to be given a opportunity here to wrestle again. I know that, you know, his career was cut short due to concussions, and I definitely want to see what Corey Graves could do nowadays. I don't think he'll be a full-time competitor. I don't think they're going to take him away from the uh, announcer's table because he's a great commentator, and he's the lead commentator right now for Raw. So I could see him being a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. That's a possibility. But definitely pretty cool, you know, cool news, cool news. Let's get into some of the shit that I missed, right? Let's talk about AEW real quick. AEW debuted on TBS last week. It was a hell of a show, hell of a title match between Brian Danielson and Hangman Page. The second time these guys encountered each other, and this was an absolute bloodbath. This matchup was virtually perfect. I fucking love this matchup. It was great. Um, yeah, what a great debut for AEW on TBS. Ratings hitting the above 1 million, which is great, especially for the debut on a channel. Really, really good episode. Hell of a title match. We also had the crowning of the first ever TBS champion. Jade Cargill wins the TBS tournament. She is your new TBS and the very first ever TBS champion. Congratulations to Jade Cargill. And we got new tag team champions, when Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus beat the Lucha Brothers. Unfortunately, it came at the expense of Ray Phoenix getting severely injured with a table spot. You know, prayers is going out to Ray Phoenix. Hope for a speedy recovery. Hope to see you in the ring again soon. But congratulations to Jurassic Express, a team that, you know, been killing it lately and deserves a title. So definitely cool to see them hold the tag team champions. AEW last... Well, this past Wednesday was the second episode on TBS. Really good show. 
And, you know, this this did not crack the 1 million viewer, but it was pretty close. It was 969,000 viewers on TBS. Really good number. This episode had the debut of Brody King. Brody King joining Malachi Black in the House of Black. There was a segment where Malachi Black went to attack Pentagon Jr. Pentagon Jr., the Varsity Blondes, they had... Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Attack Malachi Black. Lights go out. Brody King's in the ring. Takes out, you know, everybody. Really cool debut for Brody King. AEW had a solid show. It started out with Adam Cole. He comes out. He says that with Red Dragon, this is a new era in AEW. The Bucks interrupt. They said that they're, they were not invited last week. Thanks for the invite this week. Kyle O'Reilly said that they didn't need their help. Both teams want the tag team titles. The best friends come out. Big brawl between everyone. Chris Statlander gets in Adam Cole's face. And this leads to Britt Baker actually coming out and taking out Chris Statlander. Baker, Cole, the Bucks, Red Dragon, they all lie and they all stand tall. What an amazing opening segment here. This also is leading up to a mixed tag match next week. It's going to be Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole and Britt Baker. Really, really awesome. We got the CM Punk versus Wardlow match. And Wardlow absolutely beat the living shit out of CM Punk with the the uh, Powerbomb Symphony. But MJF gets overzealous and he demands Wardlow to continue attacking Punk, continue hitting those Powerbombs, continue, continue, continue. When Wardlow had the match won, could have had the match won, but CM Punk actually wins with the inside cradle because MJF got overzealous. Really cool to see Jay Lethal on the show. Jay Lethal helped Dante Martin beat Powerhouse Hobbs and had stopped uh, Ricky Starks from interfering. It looks like Jay Lethal is going to be involved in this team testing. And I talked about this last week. I said Jay Lethal needs to fucking be on the show more. And I'm glad that he was because Jay Lethal is definitely a top athlete and needs to be on this fucking show. 
we had a lot of good action on the show. Main event, we had Sammy Guevara versus Daniel Garcia. That was a good match. Definitely think that uh, AEW needs to, you know, stop putting their best segments out first. You know, I know like they like to start with a bang. And even though Garcia and Sammy Guevara was a great match, I don't think that it should have been invented. I personally would have had Wardlow versus CM Punk in the main event. But, I mean, two is its own. Definitely a great episode of Dynamite. I've I seen a lot of people shitting on this episode of Dynamite. But, I mean, what can I say? Uh, they're, they're, they've been solid. They've been real solid lately. I mean, there's, there's been a lot of talk, right? That AEW is not as good as they are. AEW misses opportunities. They have a hell of a roster, but they're missing so many opportunities and missing the boat with a lot of these roster members. And I personally don't know how I feel about that. I I, I get the argument of everybody wanting CM Punk to wrestle top-name guys when he first came in. And CM Punk going on this uh, nine-week win streak against lesser talents than him. But people need to understand something. CM Punk was away from the ring for seven years. CM Punk would have been exposed if you put CM Punk in there with Kenny Omega right away. CM Punk would have been exposed if you put CM Punk in there with Brian Danielson or Hangman Page or MJF right away. He needed to get that rhythm back. Once he got that rhythm back, now they're starting the feuds. I mean... I'm not mad at that. I think that this leads to CM Punk having memorable matches and feuds now going forward rather than CM Punk coming in, blowing his load and fucking looking, you know, blown up in the ring and getting exposed because he wasn't wrestling for seven years. You know, ring rust is real. That's a real thing. So I I understand that. I understand the criticism about Miro coming in, but then, you know, they took forever. I just don't understand what people are saying, how they're missing the boat with dream matches. Look what AEW has been doing. Brian Danielson comes in, and his first match is a dream match against Kenny Omega. He's getting title matches against Hangman Page. Now, whether you wanted him to be Hangman Page or not, that's up for debate, but they're not missing the boat. These guys are signed for years. Brian Danielson is going to be signed for AEW for the next three years. Adam Cole is signed for the next three years. Miro, signed for the next three years. CM Punk, signed for the next three years. Why, oh why, do you want them to blow their fucking load right away? Be patient. Let them build. Let them build up to something. You can't just throw the best matches out there. And everyone wants a storyline, but then they just want random fucking matches. So make up your mind. Do you want random matches or do you want a storyline? Everyone's like, oh, CM Punk needs a feud. Oh, CM Punk should be wrestling Kenny Omega. Oh, dude. His first match should have been against the title. Now, see, this is the bullshit that makes me so pissed because everybody's like, 
well, AEW has a ranking system. Every They need to follow their ranking system. But all of a sudden, AEW brings in all these big-name stars, and they're all like, oh, well, why aren't they getting title shots? Well, because there's a ranking system. They literally are, tr- like, I don't get it, man. Like, deadass. Just watch wrestling and enjoy it. It's not that fucking hard. Stop overthinking shit. All right? Now, I know I'm guilty of critiquing shit, but some things are worth critiquing, and some shit is just nitpicking. Stop nitpicking. Enjoy wrestling. Right now, wrestling is flourishing. The WWE is flourishing. I got so hyped. Monday Night Raw, fucking amazing. That whole, that... Stare down that one-on-one face-to-face between Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Whew, give me more of that. Because that shit was money. That shit was dope. AEW, right now, it's dope. Ring of Honor just announced that they're coming back in April. Tickets are going on sale this month for Supercard of Honor in April. GCW's having their biggest show ever. Shouts to GCW. You can watch World on GCW live from the Hammerstein Ballroom, their biggest crowd ever. They're going to have that show on traditional pay-per-view. MLW with Azteca Underground. NWA is on fight. New Japan Pro Wrestling announced that they're back on Access TV. Literally, there are so many options out there. So if you don't like how AEW does business, don't watch AEW. If you don't like the WWE, don't watch the WWE. You have options. Instead of complaining, turn it off. If you don't like something, don't watch it. I literally see people going out of their way to watch these shows just to talk shit. And if you're one of those people who watches the show just to talk shit and don't have constructive criticism, then you're the real fool because time is something that you can't get back once it's wasted. And you're wasting lots of time to watch something that you're not enjoying. So what's the point? Now, I just gave you the rundown of a lot of great things happening in professional wrestling. I talked about Ring of Honor's returning. I talked about this month GCW on the 23rd in the Hammerstein Ballroom sold out on traditional pay-per-view. I talked about AEW bringing in big ratings on the new channel TBS. I talked about WWE's Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. The Rumble, really exciting. Talked about NWA on fight, MLW. Who am I leaving out here? Who am I leaving out? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm leaving out. Impact Wrestling, and boy, have they been firing on all cylinders. Impact Wrestling right now is the hottest company in 2022. Let me explain. Right now in Impact Wrestling, you have more buzz than any other company right now. The year just started. So I'm not going to, you know, lie and be like, oh, this is the company of the year. You know, the year just started. Let's see how the momentum continues. But right now, Impact Wrestling has momentum. They have momentum to do something big this year. This is the 20th year in the history of Impact Wrestling. TNA, whatever you want to call it. This is the 20th year in the history of this company. And they started out the year with the hard-to-kill pay-per-view that was an absolute banger. Hard to Kill was fire. Hard to Kill was amazing. There was not one bad match on Hard to Kill. The women opened up the uh, show with the Ultimate X match. First ever women's Ultimate X match. That was hard to say. First ever women's Ultimate X match. Chelsea Green versus Tasha Steeles versus Lady Frost versus Jordan Grace versus Rosemary versus Alicia Edwards. This was a freaking really good opener. Great matchup. Tasha winning was awesome because shouts to Tasha. You know, she's a fucking great wrestler. We had a great X Division title match between Trey Miguel, Steve Macklin. We had an absolute in-ring classic between Chris Sabin and the Ring of Honor champion Jonathan Gresham for the Ring of Honor champion. This was a pure rules matchup. They had the real Ring of Honor feel. Ian Riccoboni was there on commentary. Along with, by the way, shouts to Impact Wrestling for signing Tom Hennepin, a.k.a. Tom Phillips, if you remember from the WWE. One hell of an announcer, one hell of a commentator, and he is now here as a full-time member of the Impact Wrestling family, taking over for Matt Stryker. Did a great job on his pay-per-view for his first showing. But this matchup for the Ring of Honor champion was amazing. This matchup was contested under pure rules, Absolute classic. Jonathan Gresham retains his Ring of Honor champion. We had Jonah versus Josh Alexander. Another amazing matchup. The hardcore war between Eddie Edwards, Rhino, Heath, Willie Mack, Rich Swan versus the Good Brothers and Violence by Design. This was an absolute madness. This, this was insanity. The baby faces was just fucking going nuts. Lighting fucking candlesticks on fire and shit. This was just crazy. But the real story that came out of this was the Ring of Honor invasion afterwards. Maria, Matt Taven, uh, Mike Bennett, PCO, Vincent. The Ring of Honor contingency here. These, The Ring of Honor 5 is what they're being called right now. 
I think in a couple weeks they uh, changed their name to Honor No More or some shit like that. But right now, Ring of Honor, it, it lives within Impact Wrestling. We're having Ring of Honor title matches. We're having a Ring of Honor invasion. This is the company that was in direct competition with them for years. Parallel Lies was Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling throughout the last 20 years. There was some times where there was some bad blood between Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling. There were some times where I thought that they should have been teaming up with each other and they weren't. There were some times where things were a little friendly between Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor. But to see a Ring of Honor title match on a Impact Wrestling pay-per-view, to see Ring of Honor have a invasion angle on Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor needs to get on their knees and thank Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling is keeping Ring of Honor relevant while Ring of Honor is in this hiatus period. So they need to thank Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling is keeping them afloat, basically. And it is amazing. Want to talk about the Forbidden Door? You got Mickey James going to the WWE representing Impact Wrestling. You got Ring of Honor coming to Impact Wrestling. You got fucking, it just announced that Jay White and the uh, Gorillas of Destiny representing New Japan Pro Wrestling is coming to Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling is the true Forbidden Door. Fuck what people got to say about AEW. Impact Wrestling is the true Forbidden Door. Anybody and everybody is allowed in Impact Wrestling. Shouts to Scott D'Amore. Impact Wrestling right now is firing on all cylinders. What a show this was. And it didn't even end there. We had a hell of an Impact Wrestling World title match between Moose, W. Morrissey, and Matt Cardona. What an amazing matchup. And in the main event... First time ever Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion in a Texas death match. Mickey James and Deanna Perazu put on an absolute classic. There's not one match on this show that I did not like. Every match on this show was an absolute banger. Impact Wrestling right now is firing on all cylinders. They're being recognized by the WWE. They got Ring of Honor all up in that shit. They got New Japan all up in that show. Shit is Nice right now for Impact Wrestling. Last night, Impact Wrestling on Access TV, I'm watching the show, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm enjoying this episode of Impact Wrestling than I, more than I'm enjoying AEW, and AEW put on two amazing episodes the last two weeks. I'm thinking to myself, this is refreshing. And I I don't know why. I can't tell you why. I can't tell you why Impact Wrestling right now has my attention more than AEW or any other company. But right now, Impact Wrestling is fun. It's firing on all cylinders. It's got my attention. They had a great episode. A great hard-to-kill fallout episode. W. Morrissey comes out. He wants Moose. He says he's going to hunt Moose down until Moose gives him his title shot. On this show, we had the Ring of Honor 5 all over this show. They attacked D'Lo Brown. They attacked Eddie Edwards. They attacked Rhino and Heath. At the end, they attacked everybody in Stan Tall. They attacked a lot of people on the show. We had the debut of Charlie Haas. Charlie Haas wants a match against Josh Alexander. That should be cool. Charlie Oss, I mean, I haven't seen him wrestle in a couple years, but 
from what I remember, Charlie Haas was nice. Uh, we got a great match between Laredo Kid and Chris Bay. Really fun matchup. Really fun matchup. Got to see my boy Speedball Mike Bailey versus Jake something. I got a connection with Speedball. Me and Speedball worked together a couple years ago when I used to help run a company called Tier One Wrestling. I got to book Speedball Mike Bailey a couple times before his visa issues, and he was always a class act to deal with. Really fun. He beat Jake, uh, Jake something. Really good matchup. We had the debut of Marsha Slamovich. She went against Vert Vixen. That was a good matchup. Moose put up his title against Zicky Dice. He won in literally two seconds. Destroyed Zicky Dice. W. Morrissey comes out. We got a big brawl. It looks like we're going to be heading down the path of the two big men going at it for the title. Moose and uh, W. Morrissey. That should be cool. We still got Jonah on the show. Jonah B. Raj Singh. We... Got it It's announced that next we're going to have another Ring of Honor Championship matchup next week. It will be Ring of Honor Champion Jonathan Gresham versus Steve Macklin. This will be uh, what's called Ring of Honor World Title Match contested under Pure Rules. And speaking of Ring of Honor Title Matches, the Ring of Honor Women's Title Match, the Ring of Honor Women's Championship was defended in the main event against the Reina de Reina's AAA Women's Champion. It was Roxy versus Deanna Perazu. After this match, well, during the, the match was fucking great. Great main event. Deanna Perrazzo is your new Ring of Honor Women's Champion. She's now a double champion. She holds the Reina de Reina's AAA Women's Champion. She holds the Ring of Honor Women of Honor Champion. After the match, Maria comes out. The Ring of Honor 5 come out. They attack again. They take out Rich Swan and Willie Mack and uh, Aiden English. I forgot his name on the show. Very sorry. What a great episode. AEW... Is amazing right now. Impact Wrestling is just that better. It's just a little bit better. And that's that's without all the star power that AEW has. So let that be a lesson. It's not all about the star power. Sometimes it's just about the quality. And I'm not saying that's a shot at AEW. I just talked about how their quality has been amazing. But there's something fresh about Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling just won't go away. They always find a way to be talked about. For the last 20 years, whether you want to laugh at TNA, whether you want to make fun of TNA, you got to respect TNA because TNA Impact Wrestling will never die. It's hard to kill. And it's 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 hard to deny that fact. But anyway, I hope I... This was more of a catch-up episode. I hope I was able to catch up a little bit on what's been going on. Starting on Monday, we'll be back to the regular schedule. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to be talking all about the old school shit. Monday, we'll be talking about Monday Night Raw from 1996. We'll be talking about ECW from 1997 on Wednesday. And I'll be talking all about, now that I'm caught up, Raw, NXT, AEW, Impact Wrestling, and everything in between. So make sure you tune in on Monday. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Stay safe, stay positive, stay strong. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod, Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod, and on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and tune in on Monday for a new episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Peace out, y'all.
to me, baby, I don't care how. I hold my money with my left, got the world in my right pocket. Smoker, stoker, my right in between, counting my profits. Poker, faces I soak up the taste to display of women on my sofa. Doing the type of things I love so much, but so what? I'm steezy, it's not easy being Joe Smut. With more bucks than you can count, more than what's in your clutch. I can fund a small war and start a recession. A big dog, a boss hog, what I want is the question. I want it all. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.